When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. A Dadsnet original podcast. Sparky, what did you think of day one? Actually, it was seriously good, Jim. I actually went straight on the BrewDog website uh, and ordered four more straight off the bat. Advent could get expensive if I order one after every day. <laughs> we'll do it that way, mate. <laughs> I've, uh, I've actually jumped forward already and opened up day six, despite telling the kids they can only open one door a day, of course. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly me, dude. I mean, it's just too much to resist. Uh, but i got to tell you, I think that these BrewDog IPAs are on point. Yeah, man. Uh, every day I... I I open more than one door, admittedly, and uh, I just keep hoping for another IPA. <laughs> Look at this, guys. We're all sharing in this beautiful, majestic pleasure that is the BrewDog Advent Calendar, which we are opening massively early in the name of science and in the name of consumer testing to yes. make sure it's right for you. Yeah, it's all for right. you guys. It's all for you. Sharing is caring, boys. And actually, you're jumping ahead to six already. I need to catch you up, Brad. Um, I'm really enjoying these though and I actually might order one for me old man like we speak most days on the phone uh, so we should have a beer together yeah I mean that's a beautiful thing but guys like as Jim say but who would have thought that having an advent calendar would be such a social event <laughs> do you not do you guys not text your mates about the little chocolates you get <laughs> oh, no, mine shit like a present today. I've got a snowman! <laughs> the thing is, it's not just an advent calendar, this, is it? It's the Brewdog advent calendar. Very and it's true. filled with, every day is filled with tasty, tasty beers. And no, boys, it's worth noting that uh, Brewdog do a very good non-alcoholic beer as well. So, while well, Brad and Jack are up to day six, we're all on this podcast, we're all here together, why don't we open one together? Um, can someone pick a day, please? Well, you say Jack and I are up to day six, but uh, it's probably more like day 11 for me, so I think, <laughs> I think together we should go for day 12. Okay, right. then, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. Oh, like that nice. one. Oh, actually, that's actually really good. <laughs> yes, boys. Right, guys, use the link in the description to get yourself and your friends and family a BrewDog advent calendar this year. Welcome, gentlemen, to the Loose Dads podcast. <laughs>
This is Loose Dads from Dadsnet. The team are back together, four of us here to talk nonsense right at you in your podcast provider and your podcast holder of choice. Uh, we've got loads of stuff coming up. Another bit of audio from the time when we all met up in London and had a bit of chat, powered by wagon wheels, both in terms of they set it up and the fact that we ate a lot of wagon wheels that day. And uh, that drank, drank a lot of wagon wheels beer. We did. It was branded right. Wagon Wheels beer, which, I mean, it didn't taste like Wagon Wheels, which obviously is a shame, but it <laughs> did taste imagine? like delicious I, I genuinely thought it was going to be Wagon Wheel flavoured when I first had that little sip. I was like, yeah. go on, let's have a little taste. Because, you know, like hey. like stouts come out. I was like, oh, this is a this is a festive chocolate stout. It could have could well have been, hmm, taste the jammy I mean, centre. I enjoy the wagon wheels taste it's beer, and flavour, nice. but definitely not in beer form. Definitely not in beer form. Thanks, guys. The two were separate. It was yeah. fine. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. That's not even welcome at a beer festival, guys, in the end. So thanks, wagon wheels, but no thanks. <laughs> they bought us pizza as well. It wasn't chocolate with jam in the middle, pizza. It's okay. <laughs> Someone's tried that, though. You know it. Did you expect uh, it, though, Jack? Did you? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> if this day is not fully Wagon Wheels branded, <laughs> I will be livid. Where's the brand consistency? Go I'll on. be in my trailer. <laughs> uh, also coming up we'll look inside the news to find out what's going on that affects parents but we've got the uh, oh, this is the moment we've all been waiting for it is Google search history roulette with Brad's Google search history which we'll be delving through tentatively I imagine that's coming up very soon but I mean you, you've heard them but I'll introduce you to the panel anyway it's the week we found out there was a new song that's emerged featuring Ringo Starr and George Harrison it's come out of someone's loft that no one has heard it before so i thought i'd introduce the panel as beatles songs okay oh, we've nice. got okay. jack um because he brings in those guitars doesn't he and then they think they're gonna have a lovely life with him and then he sells them that's what we found out that's his side hustle so while my guitar gently weeps oh, is jack very good amazing oh, i would take that all day cracking song. really really sad that it's gone um <laughs> Sparky is obviously, I mean, because I, I don't know if you know, but Sparky does wake up very early for his job. Um, <laughs> Never mention it though, guys. He is, I'm so tired. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, Brad, this is a difficult one because it's been a while since Brad's renovations, hasn't it? Yes. Mm. But I thought I'd go with fixing a hole because, you know, that sort of seems <laughs> yeah. fitting. Yeah. However, oh. there is another one because... We've given it the big build-up for your Google search history roulette. So um, I think the whole nation right now is saying, don't let me down. <laughs> nice, nice. Oh, you know that that's not going to be a letdown. I'm, I've been looking forward to this all week just for Brad's Google search history. I, I think based on Brad's Google search history, his targeted ads are more or less coming up for uh, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Clubs. Oy. Oh, very nice. Nice. Very good. Uh, and I'm help because that's what I think every time we record this. Let's do Google search history roulette. Google search history roulette. Uh, this is where we have one member of the panel. They get their last 10 Google search uh, searches in a list and we fire a number at them and then they have to reveal whatever it is. Now, given whenever we do the news, Brad has got some, let's say, pervy sex story. Uh, <laughs> kind of... Soften it, Jim. <laughs> slightly, uh, slightly concerned about what might come up here, but um, 
Hey, Jack. I'm just going to put it out there, though, guys. Had we done this like please two, don't, two, please two don't. weeks ago, we had we done this like two weeks ago, the search history would be very different. It's slightly tamer this week, so let's let's just put that out into the ether. Well, I'm disappointed because you've been ducking it for a couple of weeks. So. <laughs> is that yeah? Went, oh. went to see some fireworks last week. <laughs> but guys, it is no nut November, so Brad, uh, That's are you very involved? True. <laughs> very true. Is that why? Is that why I, it's tame? I, 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 I do not take part in that silly little ritual. There is no way I'm going through an entire month of no nut. So I, any opportunity, uh, Brad, we know. I, I've never understood who's behind that and what the benefit no. is. Like, stop Toba, stop, stop smoking. I can see the benefit yeah. for that one. But dry January even, that makes sense. Yeah. But, yeah. you know. Yeah. No, not November. No. Anyway, no. Jack, you've yeah. got a number. I'm glad you've given it some thought, though, Jim. Eh? I, I also <laughs> feel like no one was calling it nutting. Yeah, I, I think it's a, an American thing. That is an American thing, isn't it? Okay. I was going to explain for people who'd not heard the term before, but I think you could probably work out what it is by now. So, uh, and, and if, if not, you're, you're go not, search the hashtag you're in for an interesting <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> you, you mustn't headbutt anyone for an entire month. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> it's the worst month of the year in Glasgow. They're absolutely sick of it by the end of it. <laughs> no, not. <laughs> Should we do this thing? Come on, Jack, give him a number. <laughs> okay, let's go middle of the pack, number five. Oh. Hose. Huh? Hmm? Hose. Bitches and hose. I oh, I, I no, can't, he's I, been I, doing I, the garden, hasn't he? Here we go. Oh, <laughs> not even the hose that we want to hear about. Yeah. Ex- damn Brad. Exactly that, dude. Sorry, I I, I kind of I, I I kind of played with that one a little bit. Yeah, it, it's literally garden hose because we had the garden um dug up and re-turf recently and the guy said to me that I had to go and make sure I, I watered it to death last night. So yeah. that's why I searched hose. You can get hose that can do the garden for you. Yeah. That's <laughs> you very right true. Yeah. Could have probably been <laughs> cheaper than this bloody you thing. Want, <laughs> but also, when you when you said hose, I thought you meant a garden hoe. Like uh, there's that tool oh, called the a hoe, tool, isn't the hoe, there? Yeah. Using the garden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like that um, two Ronnie sketch, isn't it? Yeah, it's letter O's. Oh, quality. O's. Yeah. It's O's. No, the letter O's. O's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nothing. Nothing too. Uh, nothing too. Yeah. Except for we've added in like the the pimp shopkeeper. Yeah. Well, that's it's just the you 21st century version. That's what the two Ronnies was missing was a bit of 21st century real. Isn't you know? I mean, well, Brad, uh, just, just in case you guys are wondering, I got me a big one. You, yeah. right? Is it that big that you've got hose in different area area codes? codes. Yes. We're just about to try and do that, Jim. Yes. Go on. Oh, come on, ludicrous, that's ludicrous that you should have thought of that. Ludicrous. Uh, right, Sparky, have you got another number for Brad? Yeah, go on then, Brad. Let's go for number three then. Um, only because we watched this the other day, Mortal Kombat characters. Because there was a remake that came out recently and it was absolute shite. <laughs> but please say you loved the first ever Mortal Kombat movie with the song, oh, dude, the trance. Was, dude, I remember when I was a kid, I had to go to my local video store and book it out this was like on the Monday and I could only pick yes. up the VHS on the Friday or something like that and then I'd go after school and go pick it up 
and then watch that. Mortal Kombat! That trance song. I used to pretend that was like my wrestling entrance music as well. Right, man. I love that so much. Yeah, the original Mortal Kombat. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, what characters did you come up with? Like, like Raiden, obviously, one of the best uh, characters. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, it was just kind of... Um, I kind of... It was scary enough. I remembered the majority of them, but there was a couple like um, Goro that I couldn't remember the name of. Uh, and, the um, multi-armed guy. Yeah, yeah, there was a few there, but it was just purely um, out of interest. I was like, oh, let me just go and relive some of those older characters. And it was... Was, shit was Dal Sim, was that Mortal Kombat? Street, Street Fighter. Fighter. Street Fighter. Street Fighter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were the same, basically, though, weren't they? Like, like, really? You had Liu Kang, which was, like, who's your oh. closest to, to oh. Dal Sim, I suppose, because you do, like, super fast kick across yeah. the screen. Oh, man, yeah. Liu Kang was awesome. Yeah, and that, I remember... That, yeah, that was my era. And I remember when Mortal Kombat 1 came out and I used to go to my local cafe around the corner and play it on the arcade. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. The, Actually, a good friend of mine's recently just got the arcade. Like, he's he's not got any kids yet, man. So he's still got all the cool stuff. You know, I look at him like, ah, oh, Ian, your life is so cool, man, because you haven't got kids. <laughs> uh, you just got a disposable income. And he's just bought the arcade Mortal Kombat machine, and he's just got oh, it in his lounge. Oh, dude, man. Quality. you got to go visit him and knock his scores off, man. Yeah, it's not even going to get Weetabix smeared into the joystick <laughs> or anything like that, you know. Or the screen just wrecked. It just looks lovely on his Instagram. <laughs> We should do a whole podcast about stuff that you can't do if you've got kids. Stuff that people without kids can do. Isn't that what this podcast is? (laughs) I think basically, yeah. Maybe we need a guest. We need a childless guest to come on and go, I'm just going to have a lie until 10 o'clock tomorrow. So to run down your day, yeah. (laughs) So, oh, go on, just remind me again of what it's like to just go, yeah, I'm just going to spend my money on whatever I want this month. Just everything. Like, yeah. I mean, it would be basically like porn, wouldn't it? They'd be just like listening to that going, tell me more. Keep talking. Keep talking. Go on. Hold on. You don't have to carry a baby monitor around or anything. Oh, man. Yeah. All right. Okay. Oh, I love my son. I just got to remind myself that. I do love being a dad. Uh, Brad, let's have number 10, please. All right. um, Magic shroom chocolate. Okay. <laughs> I, um, Explain a bit more. Well, I've. Does uh, he need to? Like, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I was, I was, <laughs> I was looking into uh, the. I mean, there's not been too many studies on it, but a lot of studies at the minute are showing potentially that uh, magic mushrooms can help with depression and anxiety, and I'm for whatever boredom. reason. And boredom, yeah. And um, for whatever reason, this this country seems to be a little bit behind the times. I mean, like the majority of American states have legalized cannabis and magic mushrooms, whereas England is like way behind. And um, well, it's drugs, Brad. What's wrong with you? It's drugs. It's drugs, mate. Come on. Well, um, anyway, (laughs) (laughs) and um, because because I was convinced the other day that I actually had a little uh, magic shroom growing in my garden. (laughs) So I was like, it's fungi time, isn't it? It really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, maybe I would um, cultivate this little bad boy and and all of that. Anyway, so um, I was just looking up magic shroom chocolate over here, which you can buy, but I don't think. It actually has magic mushrooms in it because England, it's illegal to grow and distribute magic it's mushrooms. A bit, so. a bit like buying anything here that has the word cannabis on it. You're like, I'm going to get oh. so high. Oh. 
Garlic, like, right? Oh no, that was just a regular brownie. Was it? <laughs> Get one of that, like a green lollipop from yeah. like the shop by the beach. Oh man, this has got cannabis in it. I'm gonna be off my nut. Um, uh, uh, no, um, Brad. Uh, sorry though, but have you uh, have you sampled like in a legal situation? Not. Have you sampled? Because I was on a stag do in Amsterdam once when uh, someone gave me a piece of chocolate with yeah. mushrooms in. It's like one of the funniest couple well, of hours that, I've, I've ever had, man. That, that's the thing, dude. I've like, I've, I've always wanted to go back to Amsterdam and try it because I've, I've a lot of people that have done that have said that it's actually altered their mind state in a positive way, um, quite significantly. And obviously, I'm, um, I suffer with anxiety and borderline depression, so. Um, I just thought, yeah, if there's something out there that can maybe help, then um, yeah, it's worth looking into. But England but is you, so behind the if, times. If you're ever in Devon, I know where a lot of them grow because. <laughs> oh, yes, Jim. Because <laughs> when I was at the top of Ben Nevis, <laughs> this is oh, not many oh. stories about Devon start there. <laughs> but go. there's a little shelter thing at the top, and we needed to go in because it was horrible at the top. It was really. And then this bloke came in, and another bloke came in, and for some reason, within seconds, they were talking about magic mushrooms they didn't even know each other and this bloke was trying to show off that he knew exactly where the best ones were uh, in Devon uh, and uh, I mean I can't remember Jim actually, got his little notepad yeah. just wrote, yeah. wrote that yeah. down yeah. Yeah. just in case but yeah. uh, it just seems like a very bizarre conversation to be having at the top of with a stranger tallest yeah. mountain <laughs> with a stranger while I was just trying to drink a cup of tea like with my shivering hands <laughs> yeah. oh yeah no, I'll never forget that stag do like if you want to yeah mind in like in I don't know making you happy like I did find I didn't think that the mushroom I thought it was weed that gave you the giggles but like this seriously just yeah we were chuckling and because we were on a stag do we were covering <laughs> the, the stag was carrying of course we were in Amsterdam uh, an oversized um Phallus, uh, yeah, which we, he had to carry around, called Bronson for the whole time. He had to carry that around, and um, and that, it was just the funniest thing because then another guy who was on the stag do just was holding it for a moment in a carrier bag, and we were just walking along Amsterdam High Street with a bell end sticking out the top of like a Tesco <laughs> carrier bag, and it was just I couldn't stop. I cry laughed at it. So I mean. <sighs> Yeah. yeah, guys, we'll but, get together, Brad, when you find a website that sells it. <laughs> <laughs> Record that, Loose Dad's pod. <laughs> what are you saying? Weed definitely gives some people the giggles. I once, when I was of an appropriate age, smoked weed with my mum when my sister was out at a gig. Incredible. With some friends of hers. It might have been Spice Girls, I think. <laughs> And my sister... She was at a gig with the Spice Girls. They, my sister they all went was, yeah, to a yeah, gig yeah. together. <laughs> hey. Wow. Jerry got it, yeah, though, didn't she? She's got the call. She put yeah, the... baby used to come around all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but my sister got home from this gig with her friends, and my mum is just sat there giggling at every little thing. And I'm going, Mum, play it cool, play it cool. <laughs> mum, you high. Mum, you high. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Uh, I'm out there okay. making her coffee. Come on. <laughs> a couple, couple of years ago, um, I decided to make Shay and I some... Um, some cookies and I never in, never ingested them before and um, <laughs> literally like I didn't realise that it could take like 30 to 40 minutes before anything kicks in because obviously it's got to go in your digestive system and into your stomach yeah. and right and so like <laughs> we were both like lying in bed and we're like I don't feel anything and then next minute <laughs> my body just felt like the whole bed just felt like the most comfortable thing in my entire existence and then I turned and looked at Shay and her bottom mat, bottom of her jaw 
had me in stitches and I can't tell you why. <laughs> and then I rolled Amazing. over and went to sleep. <laughs> yeah, Brad. I think uh, at this point I should mention that I once sniffed a permanent marker. But also, <laughs> also what I should say is that obviously... Um, don't do drugs. Don't, don't do drugs. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, otherwise, you turn out like people on the loose dad's podcast. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Whatever gets you through, guys. Yeah. Whatever gets you through. Yeah, uh, Jack, have you got another one for Brad? Uh, uh, eight. Oh yes. Um, all right. Oh. So it is Okatakuro. Mm. And should I, we have a guess what Okatakuro is? Yes. Let's I, have a guess. I just like I, that Okata. Uh, it was number eight. Eight. I know exactly. Oh, pretty good, clever. right? Nice. Oh, okay. I, I think it's food. Okay. I think it's something to do with anime. Okay. Oh, okay. I reckon it's the name for some weird school holiday in South Africa. Like, <laughs> wow, well, that was the podcast I was off. And you came well, out graduation. Yeah. <laughs> oh, matriculation. That's matriculation. That's matriculation. the one. That's it. Yeah. Is it one of them? All yeah, right, no, so, so basically what it is is I was scrolling through 9gag the other day and obviously sometimes some people post naked people and um, the curiosity got to me and I went to the comment section and someone put the name of who this person was, so I Googled them. And, okay. uh yeah, how do you spell Okata? How do you spell All right, hold on, hold on. Let's, let's, see, let's see what you think. All right, so go for it. Uh, O-K-O-T. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Type this in. Just getting safe search on, mate. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, do we need incognito? O-K-O-T. O-C-U-R-O. O-K-O-T. O-C-U-R-O. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, I've uh, just got a cardigan, lovely come a lovely cardigan that's come up. Oh, Mine says it didn't match any documents. Oh, Teresa. Okay, hold oh, on. Oh, uh, might be Okaturo, sorry. Or oh, why is that coming? Okay, I'm getting the deputy chief staff of the NBA president, uh, <laughs> a Nigerian powerhouse. She looks like she looks awesome. What? That's I've got on her Instagram. Akatakura. It might be Akatakura. I don't know. Is it A? There's, Look, there's a there's a guy with red hair and there's a guy with blue hair. Oh no, no. <laughs> That's so weird. I mean, though, dude. I mean, they're doing some things that. that you oh no, 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 no. Okay. Oh, sorry. Oh, it's, right, okay. it's oh, sorry. It's Octokuro. Sorry, I, I um I put the, an extra oh, O okay. in there. Octokuro. Sorry about everybody. Octokuro with a K. Mo- with dot a model. Let's have a look. This. Is oh, be. okay. Okay. <laughs> so that, anyway. that, if you're into the, yeah, I've got a Pokemon boner right now so <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that what you call it like yeah I've got like um, that, so what is it Ma- manga art like, you, got, yeah. you got something something to Pikachu yeah, I've got, <laughs> I'm peeking a damn chew right now man she's got Ke- um, careful you might squirtle <laughs> be careful oh. Watch out, these pictures are making me charis are hard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, very good, I don't guys. know any Pokemon. <laughs> come on, come on, Jim. Come on. Um, she's got 345,000 followers on Instagram, which is almost as many as Jack has. On Loose Dad's Jack. <laughs> very true. Well done, Jack. <laughs> Maybe I need to be posting pictures like that. Yeah. No, yeah please yeah. don't. No. <laughs> hey, I bet there's a market for it. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't... Just because you can doesn't mean you 
you should. <laughs> Always looking for another side hustle. Uh, well, I think to be perfectly honest, that is why we came to Brad's Google search there history we go. roulette. There we go, yeah. And I don't think we were disappointed by that, were we? <laughs> and now, now Okazakura's got a new, well, two new followers, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and by the way, guys, uh, if, if you go, uh, she has got OnlyFans as well, so um, you can you can search further. Well, thanks for doing such extensive research for I'm us, here, Bradley. I'm here, I'm here to help, dude, you know? That's <laughs> what I'm here for. Maybe Brad's Porn Corner is like a new feature or something. <laughs> Brad recommends. No, we'd have to call him the Porn Broker, wouldn't we? I mean, that's oh, just... Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's be clever about this. Right. No spin-off um, podcast without us, Brad, now. <laughs> no, you act, this, claim to be a porn ex. dad's now going to be like this is the one <laughs> this is making our millions <laughs> who's, who's sponsoring that one I don't want to know actually let's move on <laughs> this is Loose Dads from Dads Nets and we're going to be looking inside the news next this is Loose Dads from Dads Net where you can connect with us Oh, that's the sort of thing they say on LinkedIn, isn't it? Oh. Sounded good though, Jim. Go with it. Go with it. Keep <laughs> connect, rolling. Connect with us. Let's network. No, just I mean, connect with us and send us jokes about knobs or something. Uh, not, li- pictures. Li- not pictures. <laughs> not, yeah, not, dick not pics, pictures. Not pictures. You know, come on, come on. We're all grown up here. At, well, <laughs> this is a medical Brad. issue. At least you are, though, Jim. You're the only we grown all, up here. We've all had chat roulette at one point in our life. We've seen enough penises. Uh, <laughs> I thought we were going to say we've sent enough. <laughs> I told, I told, at Loose Dad's Pod I told, is the Instagram. I told you, I, I, I send I send Shay dick pics all the time, but she just calls it my selfie. that kind of stuff that's the stuff we want on the old uh, Facebook and Instagram get in contact (laughs) at Loose Dads Pods on Instagram and Loose Dads Podcast search for that on Facebook and you'll find our group anyway should we do the news let's This is the news, everyone, and it's the stuff that affects parents and then some other random shit that the other kids come up with. Um, so this is a, a story about the Duchess of Sussex, because we've debated Meghan and Harry a lot, and it's always loads of fun. But anyway... It was this or Boris Johnson, wasn't it? Like, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and come on, we've, like, we've all said what we can say about Boris. There's nothing more. The fact that he you know, go, turns up at a hospital, everyone else is wearing a mask, he chooses not to. And that's just not even news. Also, the fact that Boris Johnson today had to say, the UK is not a corrupt country. <laughs> yes. Yeah. When you have to say that, when you have to come out and make a statement about that. Didn't that really, didn't that really feel like when the talent came out and went yeah we're not <laughs> evil anymore yeah, yeah. we don't kill people anymore uh, yeah and then carried on killing people <laughs> you're gonna hear some really bad stories there you go it's fine <laughs> i'm not sure there's many other podcasts out there though that are comparing <laughs> boris and the taliban and that is what you're here for <laughs> anyway uh duchess of sussex megan markle she's basically she's in court at the moment because um she took the uh mail on sunday to court because they published a letter of hers and she won but then they're appealing and they're basically saying she knew that that letter was going to get leaked 
And she's saying, well, I knew there was a possibility it could get leaked, but it was a private letter. It was a letter to her dad. And a big part of it is based around the fact that she had a debate with one of her aides about whether she should start the message with daddy, uh, because that's what she used to call him. She said, he's not very paternal, but that is what I used to call him. If this does get leaked, that's going to look a bit weird. But there we go. Um, So I don't know. I mean, it seems strange that you have to be in a a relationship with your dad where you're wondering whether to sound nice to him or yeah. not. And also you're fairly, fairly certain that he's going to leak a letter that you've written to the press, which is kind of a depressing situation, isn't it? But um, also, has anyone got the, where are we with the kind of daddy dad stage at the moment? Brad, you must be both, both of yours must be on full on dad. Are they now? Uh, well, no. So they'll, they primarily call me toot. And I don't know if I told you guys the okay. reason why is because. Um, that. Yeah. Well, basically last year it was around the Christmas time and I was doing a Christmas dance in front of Shay and I farted and <laughs> the boys. <laughs> The boys were like, oh, he tooted. <laughs> and then now I just, I'm just called toot. Uh, well, but okay. yeah, but sometimes it's daddy, still daddy. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. Because yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if the daddy days are numbered now. My daughter's eight this week and she has, she's, you can tell she's like sprinkling in mum and dad a little bit mm. just to, just to gauge a reaction. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> testing the reaction. And and I'm not really ready for it to finish, I, you know, because that means that she's grown up and, I, you know, that's scary. There's something endearing so, about the word daddy, isn't there? I mean, it's like, but I think it's more, maybe from my perspective, it's more acceptable for a daughter to call her dad daddy when even when she's fully grown, depending on if it's a good relationship. Uh, but I think like I would feel awkward. More if my acceptable. Boy, well, more yeah. acceptable. Yeah. Yeah, because like I, st- I still think I still think I'd probably be it probably make me wince a little bit. No, I'm saying, but like as a dad to boys, I I won't like them being. Like, really <laughs> I grown. won't hear it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would, you would not call me daddy from yeah. the age of eight onwards. No, <laughs> yeah, you know. So like them being fully fully grown adults, and they go daddy, and went like, no, <laughs> no. Oh, is it, isn't it the worst thing when you're no. as a full grown man, you accidentally call your mum mummy? Oh, <laughs> we've all done it in, in front of someone. And you go, ah, oh, I didn't mean to say that. It's because I'm used to calling her mummy because of the kids. And then, oh. never had that problem. Thank yeah. you, South Africa. We don't use a ponty word like that to refer to. <laughs> what do you call each other? <laughs> oh, it's going to be guttural. Ma, oh. ma. ma. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought it was going to oh, have ma. at least three K's in it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what is that got to do with the racism history just of two. South Africa? Maybe, maybe just two. Maybe just two cases. Hey, did you hear Jack throwing in the triple K? Uh, he's bringing that up again. He's bringing it up. Jeez. Whoa. Like Jack, since he's come off the old uh, vegetables, he's come back a bit more feisty. <laughs> Mate, you should need to go and have an aubergine or something, Jack. Like, get, the, come meat, on. the meat beefs you up. There is a lot of hard work that's gone on in that country, and you're trying to bring it down now. <laughs> hilarious oh, i didn't think that, i was I, gonna be the one that got cancelled on this show we are offended on brad's behalf <laughs> yeah whoa 
<laughs> anyway, so, so yeah, um, Daddy, oh. I think. Well, let's, let's bring it back. Let's try and recover it here, guys. Let's really try and recover it. I, you know, it's cute, isn't it? Like, I feel, is she saying it in a cute way? Like, oh, Daddy. Because uh, that, I mean, I'll go mummy when <laughs> I want to borrow. a British accent. But. Yeah. If I want my mum to make me dinner or do something, you know, like, oh, mummy, come on, please, let's order a Chinese or something. Like, oh, so, right. it's, so it's quite normal for you to call your mum mummy. Mm, so I, can, I actually call her Wendy a lot. I like I do call her Wend a lot though. To be fair, that like, I will be like, yeah, we. Ha- it's that wow, so you're going the whole gamut there. You've got the whole spectrum. The whole from spectrum's open. With basically, let's face it, the most babyish of names to her actual <laughs> proper first name. Yeah. Wow. All right, Wend, I'll say that when name. I ring her. Like, it's, when I ring my- <laughs> it's a nickname. Yeah, hey, what's up, Wends? How's about getting Wends, there, Kevin? It, no? <laughs> uh, when I do ring her that, that's usually the first thing I say to her is alright Wend before I say right mum like, I say mum at the end of the call to be loving but yeah I mean right. but at the start you don't want her to you know be too up on herself yeah, well of course <laughs> right Wendy Wendy you remember you yeah, offspring exactly. you, you made me put her me. in her place yeah. yeah put her in her place then I'm here because of you I didn't ask my, to my mum my mum <laughs> at the moment I think if, if for quite a while is she struggles when she's referring to my dad in conversation because sometimes she'll say oh Tony did this and sometimes she'll say your dad did this but she's like you can tell that she's, oh, she's, she's oh, no, one or the right. other she can never make her mind up which one she's going for but I find it I would find it weird to refer to my dad as Tony he used Especially to call his dad Clive yeah well exactly yeah. <laughs> he used to quite often call his dad Bill and I, I just thought oh no I don't know I, just, I like mum and dad a little bit but you know I don't, I don't know is anyone here going to be a uh, call me Brad or a call me Jack not oh, a chance no no no, no, no. I, I, I've That's earned fine. I've earned that motherfucking title you will yeah. call me that title till the day <laughs> I die. And even when I'm dead, you will still refer to me in that title. See, but That's I think it's day. nice, Brad, that your kids still call you daddy. Yeah. I don't know if it's because um, mine are, well, yours are boys as well. I didn't yeah. know if it was because mine are boys, but they call me dad <laughs> at two and three. Wow. <laughs> oh, really? Sometimes a daddy sneaks in, but quite, quite often it's yeah. dad. Um, I get, yeah. I get, like, no, 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 no. I'm daddy or dada. Like, but we refer, I mean, I suppose Jackson's younger than your kids, though, just. Yeah, just about. See, I still get from my four year old, daddy! Yeah. Every yeah. morning, mm. about 10 to 6. Yeah, he could do that. He could stop that if he wanted, <laughs> if he really wanted, but each, you know. I don't think dad would have the same effect. The best I get, though, dude, is so Cole does that a lot with a daddy. But now he's got this this new thing where we'll be there fast asleep. It'll be like 10 to 7 in the morning and he will just slam open the bedroom door and he'll walk up to me and he'll tap me, like bash me down and be like, help me with my collar. Because <laughs> no. he's obviously dressed himself, he's dressed himself now for school. He's like, "Help me with my collar." I'm what like, is your response to that? Apart from throwing him out like through the door, but <laughs> well, no, no, no. I, I, I casually play the. Oh, I've just woken up. I, I can't see him in the. You know. Oh, uh, and then I might slap him across the face as I'm moving my hands. Sorry, there, son. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, Jack, have you got a new story? Oh yeah, I forgot I had to do one. Right. Yeah, you know, put some no, effort in. I do have one, but I 
Just yeah, 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 yeah. Are you I'll just quick, putting quick. Google News there? Yeah, I can just uh, type in that. Quick, no, I've got quickly, it. I've send got it. SJ a message. I'm sure, <laughs> yeah. I'm, sure, I'm sure she can start picking up for you as well. <laughs> hey, she didn't even do mine today, guys. She's been very busy. Very busy. Oh, oh it's going to be rubbish then. Isn't it? <laughs> Stand by. Stand by. Stand by. Okay, I had two. I've changed my mind right at the last minute. Okay. Okay, here we go. Child genius. Is reborn Martian sent to warn us of nuclear apocalypse? Uh, I mean, like, uh, this is... Brad was telling us... Yeah, Brad was telling us about the, uh, the the conspiracy theories he'd been delving into. That even Brad, <laughs> even Brad thought were ridiculous. Yeah. And now, and now you've brought one up for news. Jim, hold on, mate. I'm, not for, I'm in for not being shitters of the week this week. Uh, okay. <laughs> let's see. So Jack, let's, let's give, Jack, it, right? yeah. give Jack a go. Come on, yeah. Jack. Come on, Jack. <laughs> I mean, go. the headline's all you need, isn't it? But... <laughs> Uh, apparently, this this kid who was born in 1996 in Russia okay. um, says that he was a Martian in the future. Okay. He says... No, hold on. Now I'm confused. He's a reincarnated So he would have been a Martian in the past, yeah. After his species were wiped out in a nuclear conflict with the Earth, and he wants to warn us of the battle. And like, apparently, people are actually taking this seriously. Well, and I just don't get reincarnation or uh, like, especially well, because he's reincarnated after something that's not happened yet. So, he's, well, yeah, he's uh, pre-incarnated. Yeah, it's like it's like bullshit on top of bullshit, isn't it? Imagine yeah. being something as I cool mean, as an alien and then coming back as a human. I mean, if you fucked it, especially yeah. with that haircut he's got, like his little mother. Is, is it one of those things though where? your smartest friend could get away with telling you all sorts of lies at school because you thought, <laughs> he's clever. Everyone says he's clever. So if he says the pineapples are really pink inside until they cook them for 20 hours, that's what it is. That's the case. That's true. <laughs> when I was at school, I told all my mates that I'd lived in Scotland till I was three and then moved down. But when I was in Scotland, I used to wear a kilt and play the bagpipes. <laughs> Up until the age of three. It's <laughs> a great a one. Kilt. When I was in school, right, because my dad's English, I convinced some of my mates that I knew how to speak English whilst I was speaking to them in English, as if English <laughs> was a different language. Amazing. <laughs> so, like, one guy said to me, he was like, oh, oh, teach me some words. And I just started spewing out some utter shit, <laughs> and just thinking that this sounded cool. <laughs> but, uh, but going and- back to what you're saying, though, Jack, there is some, there is an interesting theory about because there is the radiation levels on the surface of Mars are resemblance of something that would be like a nuclear warfare, there is a theory that before we could obviously look into the stars and look at Mars, that there could have been potentially um, a nuclear war that took place on there and wiped them all out. So there is that theory. Maybe they're just trying to piggyback off of this. Mm. Oh, well, then it'd be bullshit on bullshit on bullshit. Uh, <laughs> wouldn't it? And also, like... <laughs> I, yeah, my well, my complaint I was going to come up comes up with the, with the time travelers that keep coming out. But anyway, this isn't about time traveling. This is about well, this reincarnation. Is about reincarnation. <laughs> I, when uh, when Jake was uh, one, we went uh, to Prague for Christmas. Um, me, Danny, and Jake, and we're pushing him um, in his pushchair, and someone stops us. An English woman stops us, and you know she's talking to us about Jake. You know what a cute baby, uh, and then she goes. Oh, He's been here before. 
Oh, <laughs> and I was whoa, so confused. Whoa. I actually said to the woman, no, it's our first time in Prague. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> We've never been here. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Old soul. Bullshit. <laughs> what, I mean, just, what, what about the multiverse though, Jack? Oh, you guys, see, if you realize you're not watching your sci-fi nonsense now, this is real life. Like, and no, this, no, no, well, no. That's no, it. In a fictional setting, I like the, I like the idea of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely in a fictional setting, but like... Well, I don't that, need more storylines in my life. <laughs> what if life was like sliding doors, though, eh? Uh, <laughs> it, well, you, you wake up and you're Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is it Richard Herring, the comedian, who says the most unrealistic thing about that film is that a man woos a woman by doing Monty Python quotes, which would never happen. <laughs> That's, you know, no one ever falls in love with someone for doing that. Never in, a, in the world. Yeah, but you also thought no one would ever release a candle that smelled like their own vagina. No, nope, true fact, yeah. I mean, this sort of thing. These, these, I mean, maybe Gwyneth Paltrow is a Martian from the future. Maybe. <laughs> warn us about dodgy candles. Maybe, Who knows? Maybe it doesn't smell like a vagina at all. Maybe it is a warning about nuclear war. Yeah, maybe it smells yeah, like Mars before, before the nuclear war. Like, that smells like a meadow on Mars before the nuclear war happened. Or maybe, also, or maybe no one's going like, to verify it, are they? So. <laughs> or maybe she's going, there's too many guys with too much pent-up testosterone. Let's get them some smell of vagina. <laughs> what you need is to just chill them out. <laughs> we, I, I think is it every two or three episodes we start talking about this candle. And like we should be sponsored by the Gwyneth Paltrow candle because that has got more free publicity on this show than anything. Any even the crazy sci-fi rubbish that you're into. <laughs> I'm going to put one on my Christmas list and just see what SJ says. It says here you want Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina candle for Christmas. Yeah. Just don't get one of the cheap knockoffs, whatever you do. (laughs) (laughs) Smells like Karen's down the road. (laughs) Right, come on, Jim, come on, take control of this. Sparky, come on, you give me a a news story. Yankee candles. Give me a news story. Someone mute Jack, come on. Um... I think, uh, Jack, you've made a great choice by uh, coming back to the meat world after being a vegan. Uh, the new story I uh, am focusing on uh, means we need to just back off on all this green stuff we've been doing recently. You know, like COP26 is on. Um, yeah, this and- sounds like a great story, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, we did. Yeah, let's I mean- get back on this green yeah. stuff. I think that was the conclusion of COP26 was, <laughs> let's just knock this green stuff oh, on the no. head. Where do you hear why, though? Like, I mean, Boris let's Johnson's get- press release, wasn't it? <laughs> Straight I thought that on- was the conclusion from my mushroom, uh, my sh- magic shroom <laughs> chocolate search history. Guys, we need to go back to leaded petrol. Um, stop <laughs> Stop recycling plastic because we're making the world so good at the moment. London has done so well uh, with uh, dealing with its green footprint. Sharks have moved in to the River to Thames. The Thames. So, guys, I mean, it's been great. I liked saving the world. I really did like all the green stuff we were doing. But I don't need to live closer to sharks in my life. Um, uh, yeah, but not proper sharks, right? No, six foot sharks, Jack. Six foot sharks. No, but with, not like grey whites. You're talking like dogfish or something. No, no. With the potential, it says here, like, mate, if we're alleged, don't be like, oh, yeah, an alien came back as a person. But sharks in the tent. <laughs> that's ridiculous. <laughs> don't be coming with that, Jack. Sorry. So- <laughs> I said the alien thing was bullshit. I'm also calling bullshit on, like, great white sharks. Well, yeah. 
Also, the thing about the alien thing was that obviously was bullshit, whereas this one, someone's trying to put it out as real news. It, it, it's news. There are sharks. There's, it was on the BBC, guys. And if you want to... Well, okay. Yeah, right. Okay, it was on the BBC website. But yeah, sharks coming back. So, sorry, because finish your thought, because you were about to say in time they can turn into sharks or something. No, in time, like because the waters would get more temperate and clean and the oxygen's better, we would get uh, more sea life, which would potentially encourage... Yes. Better sharks. Better sh- <laughs> yeah. The great white kind, the sort that will come over and take a limb quite easily. Um, oh, that's it. Like, London gets everything, doesn't it? Why... <laughs> We're trying to level up at the moment with the north with London. And, uh, you know, there's a very long protracted conversation about trains. But I'd be quite happy to have sharks going up and down the River Wharf. So Just a couple. You know, like, just just a couple. level us up. Come on, yeah. the northern powerhouse, the northern power shark. Let's well, have that. All the canals are connected, mate. So keep recycling, Jim. And within 10 years, no doubt, mate, you will have uh, great whites just, you know, coming up your way. Like, just swim their way up the country. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds painful. Do you remember when that whale swam up the Thames? That was yeah. an entertaining afternoon. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, that was amazing. What I was going to say, Didn't don't talk about David death. Williams like that. That's yeah, bang out of order. Well, it was entertaining up until it died, yes. <laughs> no, good point, yeah. So uh, what about this shark? Has that, that died yet? Or? Well, no, uh, there are. Just, are we just, we're just waiting. There's a number of, well, I mean, keep polluting. Like, if we don't agree with COP26, people keep, like, go the other way. Like, no, I'm all right, thanks. I'll just keep doing what I want to do, uh, burning coal. Then, um, yeah, don't worry. Hey, yo, keep my kid out of this, dude. <laughs> <laughs> He's a great activist for everything we need. But anyway, guys, Sharks in the Thames, that's my new story this week. Absolutely thing, nonsense. The thing Brad- is, I thought with, I thought with Brexit... Like British fishing was supposed to get a boost, but now all the sharks are coming in and taking all our fish. <laughs> oh, 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 like, we can't do a vote out against them. <laughs> you, you watch, it's going to be the people who voted Brexit who are like campaigning to pollute the Thames. <laughs> we'll have to put like torpedoes on fish. <laughs> I mean, in many ways, I think a lot of the people who voted Brexit are campaigning to, you know, pollute the Thames. Anyway, moving on. Um, that's a massive generalisation, but that's because it's probably true. Uh, Brad, what's your new story? So, growing up, uh, probably not so much for you, Jim, um, but did you guys ever remember watching this particularly purple dinosaur on a TV? Yeah. 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 You're saying I'm too old for Barney? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm only found out about him when I was in my 20s, but whatever. You know, <laughs> anyway, it's a new guys, show, Barney. Have you ever wondered what happened to the guy that used to play Barney? Never, not once. No. Now you will. Well, uh, this is what I'm here <laughs> for, anyways. If you ever did, the guy who played Barney, the dinosaur. He's now in a shark suit swimming up and down the Thames. <laughs> He now runs a tantric sex business. Of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. can you believe I it? I love you, you love me. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. Don't um, come until I say one, two, three, isn't it? <laughs> tantric, that's like prolonging it, right? I Jim's like, I don't know how to get control of this this week. He's, he's got a full head in hand. Giving up. We can't broadcast that in the, from Giving the Zoom up. in the podcast. So, yeah, so um, I thought that was just a good little headliner. Uh, I don't think I need to go into the article much. Um, Just, yeah, crazy, you know? Guy used to entertain kids, now sells tantric sex 
therapy to people. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's all I got, guys. <laughs> if uh, if in a later years, Grace from uh, Grace's uh, Amazing Machines on CBeebies wants to go into the tangent sex business, <laughs> definitely alert me of that. Uh, thank you very much. <laughs> Is she the one that took over from Katie? I'm, you know, I'm still Team Katie's Amazing oh, Machines. She, so. uh, okay, yeah, yeah, she's taken over from Katie. She's amazing. I do, like, and Jackson um, loves Grace's Amazing Machines. Um, I'm, I'm team Waffle Dog Mum, and my kids oh. don't even watch Waffle Dog. <laughs> Waffle Dog Mum. If you're not following on Instagram, you aren't a dad. That is I think, literally I think I gave dad. you that tip. Yeah, you did. And other mates have DM'd me, dropped in, just going, like, mate, if Jackson's into Waffle, have you seen his mum on Instagram? Like, it's seriously like the hot chat. <laughs> also, who hasn't watched Topsy and Tim and thought... Topsy and Tim's dad is batting well out of his league. <laughs> well out of his league. <laughs> can, I, um, can I just give you guys just um, a little quote from this guy before I finish up on this article? Well, Definitely. Why not? So part of his culture is, um, this is some of his advice, is when you go down on a woman, it should be just like you're saying grace, like blessing the food you're about to receive. No food in the world can compare to goddess nectar because spirit is involved. Before you taste the goddess nectar, give thanks. Say grace. I would love woman to understand how powerful that energy is. And and was this when I mean, he was I've, Barney I've, on now? Well, no, I've heard. I've, <laughs> I've, I've, I've heard. I've, Imagine Barney going down on you. <laughs> well, here's, here's, here's the other thing, right? This guy's Guess talking what I'm about. Searching <gasps> on board up this week. This. There's <laughs> <laughs> always something from an episode that you should Google. That's your shout this week, and that's the title, isn't it, Jack? Imagine Barney going down on you. That's what we've got to name this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so this can- is Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> wait, Jim, Jim, just Jim, just wait. Just, uh, oh no, Brad's got something else to say. <laughs> no, Please, no, 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 it's all good. Go for it. Go for it. Take us out. <laughs> no, go on, Brad. One more thing. Go on. No, no, just, just one a, more thing. I was just about to say though. It's it, it's funny because I've 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 obviously heard of oral sex, but this guy's taking it to a whole different level where you actually got to go down. And speak to her vagina <laughs> orally. So, so, so oral, oral sex is well. Yeah. Anyway, I'm done. I think we're all done, uh, and I mean that in a professional sense. On the way, it's the big question of the week, taken from our wagon wheel power chat. They're not going to want to be associated with this. Um, find out if we're still under contract to them next. This is Loose Dads from Dad's Net. We've all calmed down. We've all had a long, hard think about ourselves and our conduct over the course of the last 40 minutes or however long it's been. And now we're going to relax and remember that time. Remember when we all met up and it was nice. And it was the first time we met up, so we were all kind to each other. (laughs) You know, it was good. (laughs) Jim, are you trying to get involved in some tantric stuff here? Only if you wear that costume. (laughs) (laughs) We said we wouldn't mention it again. Anyway, uh, this is what happened when we got together with Wagon Wheels. They powered some serious dad chats. We wanted to kind of explore some proper serious topics, and this is what happened. (laughs) Waiting for the fancy. 
Free. There we go. <laughs> We've got a message. Nice. Here's something to chat about. Mm-hmm. You've lost your confidence and you've lost your spark in your relationship and now it's impacting your fathering. How do you feel? What do you do? It's easy to lose your confidence and particularly when becoming a dad, I'm packed on the pounds. Uh, I don't know say anything. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Come on, this is a safe space. I'm done. Thanks, guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but... Um, I, you know how they say like a, a pregnant woman will eat for two and I was eating for four. <laughs> and, uh, I was putting on sympathy weight and I packed on about three stone. Mm. And it's so easy. It's so easy to lose your confidence. It affects how you think, doesn't it? Because 100%. you feel bad in yourself. You, you f- do feel more sluggish and you can't do as much stuff as you wanted to do. Yeah, I, I, found, I found I was putting on weight because I'm eating off the kids' plates, you know. Uh, yeah, yes, yes. yes. Finish the end of it, I, I hate food waste, so I'm like, you don't know, are you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Suddenly these love handles are like, yeah. great There's also a thing, um, I don't know if you found out, Paul, uh, where you go down the pecking order, because obviously when you have a kid, they're number one, aren't they? They are number one. And everyone else has to shift down a bit in the pecking order. Does that affect? I think as a parent, as a dad, it does. Certainly, because all your priority becomes on the kids rather than yourself. You kind mm. of forget yourself so much more. Whereas prior to being a parent, you would take have those self-care skills yeah. and all those kind of yeah. things that you would do when you suddenly got a house full of children yourself is forgotten about. Mm. The last thing you want to do after like you've had a stressful day, the kid's not going to bed, you know, you've had a few words with your missus and then it's like, oh yeah, I'll tell you what I'll do now. I'll go for a run. No, I won't. <laughs> I'll sit in front of the sofa. I'll pig out, uh, I'll pig out on crap food. And then, and then you start slipping into habits. It's definitely something that happens. Did anyone um, do anything sort of to help themselves and maybe feel a bit guilty about doing something for themselves? Because we can do that sometimes, can't we, when, we, when we've got kids. Anyone done that? I think the, the trickiest thing, which I still battle with, is parent guilt. You know, whenever you feel like you want to do something by yourself, you, you instantly feel guilty. You're like, oh, but you know, is the kid going to grow up and feel like I was never there just because I'm taking out this two hours for myself? Mm, um, that's it. It doesn't, matter, it doesn't matter how worn out with you them you are in the day. Yeah. When I go to basketball twice a week, you know, it's, it's right at dinner time. And Jake, my oldest, looks up at me and goes, can I come, Daddy? Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, man, no. Yeah, no, 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 I can't wait to get away from you if I'm really honest but that's the thing and you, what you said about going down the pecking order gym like that is something that you really have to come to terms with and people warn you about this at the start of your getting pregnant and I was like oh prepare yourself no sleep and all that beautiful sparking relationship that you've got <laughs> good luck keeping hold of that and, and, and you go shut up you negative Nelly and you try and move on with your life and then actually it happens and you go oh yeah they were right yeah. like it's harder to, I don't know, you're obviously still in love with them in exactly the same way and you still feel the same, but there's this new thing that you've never experienced love like that for before. I, I don't think it is the same way. I think it changes completely. You reckon? Like, because pre, pre-kids, pre it's all about each other. It's all about, you know, what can I do to please you? And, and that love changes. It goes from being, you know, like, I don't know, in my experience. Sorry, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> it goes from being, you know, that almost bright sparkly you know youthful relationship to we're in this together and the love is it's a deeper thing now when that changed did you were you worried about that were you concerned about that did you think oh this is different yeah definitely i think i think the the years after having kids were some of the toughest of our marriage because because it changes so much 
being completely honest, I did worry about things, but as time's gone on, you know, as the kids got older and we're sleeping a little bit more at night, <laughs> just a little, <laughs> uh, we can go back to paying a bit more attention to ourselves and stuff like that. I think that's, that's always important to remember is, I mean, that's the philosophy I have is, for me, Shay is still the most important person in my life and it might be controversial uh, because a lot of people say, but your kids, your kids, uh, because we were a couple before mm-hmm. uh, and they will grow up and they'll move on and we'll be a couple after. Yes. Um, so uh, for me, it's always important to make sure that, that relationship is, is number one. But I've got to say, as a guy that is in need of like affection and you know words of affirmation, like you, they do disappear a bit after the the, the baby's born because every bit of love you find is sort of going in the baby's direction. You're like, whoa! Do, do you know when it changes? Like, what about me? It changes when you're trying to get pregnant. That's it. If you're trying to get pregnant, that goes from being a fun thing to, <laughs> to a job. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Unless it happens really early on, you just think, oh my, we could have had another few months yeah. of that. <laughs> What's going on there? So did, did you notice any changes in your relationship at all? Well, we've got, I'm in a same-sex relationship, so we've got four children, two sets of twins, and we also foster children as well. So there's six kids in our house. So wow. myself and my husband, Michael, life is really full on. And you're knackered and sleep deprivation in our house is the worst thing ever. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, yeah that's the main I problem. really can't function without sleep. Whereas my other half can. Right, He's okay. loads better. Whereas me, I just cry because I just get so tired. Whereas Michael can carry on, I don't know about you guys, I think. In my, in my relationship, I'm the one who can get up early. I've, I've managed to be able to do it, um, which that is also shooting myself in the foot because now I have to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, because, you know, it does still tire you out, even when you're up that early and you're kind of okay with it. But my wife, she can't, she's, you know, amazing at everything else. The worst thing was the night feeds for us. Mm. Whereas, my, I mean, when I hear friends and say, oh, guess what, Paul and Michael, we're having a baby, I think, oh, <laughs> There's that thing in the oh, Good luck. Good luck saving your relationship. Go on, mate. There's been so many times with me and Danny where we find ourselves bickering over the course of a week or something and going, The most what? stupid things, though. And we go, like, What? What is the problem? What has happened here? Yeah. Oh, neither of us has slept yeah. <laughs> yeah. for three months. Yeah. Well, I think that people go on, don't they? A lot of people who I think are maybe a generation away from it. It's a lot of kind of grandparents and that go, Oh, it's the most wonderful thing in the world when you have a baby. <laughs> But for a lot of people, it's not. And Mm-mm. I really didn't like the baby stage. I loved them, but I just yeah. didn't like that stage at all because it's just no sleep. I just remember, you know, both of them were pretty awful sleepers and being sat up at night because they'd only sleep in a sling when I was standing up trying to watch it. Don't sit down. Watching all of Netflix. <laughs> Having kids is not fun until they hit about six months. Yes, <laughs> then you start like, getting back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, to be honest, I think if anyone out there ever thinks that, oh, we'll save a relationship by having a kid. Whoa, oh, you what, that's, a that's a crazy move, like I'm with you. And I, I definitely think one way that we really broke down that frustration, that bickering was when we learned to laugh at each other for the savageness of parenting. Right. Like, you know, those jokes where you go, oh, for crying out loud. Our, our sort of our language in our relationship has changed how we talk to each other. Like we, we now talk probably quite stressed and probably quite <laughs> Direct. Yeah, direct. Because there isn't time to muck around with all the niceties. Do you actually have any time to just spend together? Do you ever get to do that? We try and kind of set 
you know, couples have date nights and stuff. We don't do that. We just try and get that time together. But generally, I don't know how you guys feel when we have time where it's just us two. I feel really naked sometimes mm. because, you know, when you're suddenly not with the whole gang of the family. Oh, man. You yeah. know? And yeah. it's like, now what do we do? What are we going to talk about? We tend to just uh, sit on our phones looking yeah. away from each other on the sofa. Telly's yeah. going in the background and like, this is love, guys. This is love. <laughs> just showing yeah. each other pictures of the kids. Oh, yeah. that's, oh, that one. <laughs> Look how cute he is, look how cute he is. Starts crying. Oh, yeah. the God's <laughs> Absolutely. And then when they go to bed and they're asleep and you can just sit and stare and look at them and think, God, they are so beautiful. Yeah, when they're asleep. And then, yeah, not 100%. But then they start to move and you think, please. Oh. Please. So I think there's a one topic that we've not talked about no. after the, uh, the children come along. Let's talk about sex, baby. Oh. <laughs> Okay. How's um, anyone got anything to share about how that might change? I'm going to come straight out of it and say, I think a lot of people do sell the negative on this. Like, oh, well, that's it. Your sex life's over. And it's not. It's not. And I think that's partly down to you too. It's like keeping your spark alive. Like, so it's, you know, trying to do date nights. <laughs> yeah, get your notepad and pens out, boys. But I, like, honestly, never underestimate the power of a foot rub. Let's just remember <laughs> Right. They're tired. And, and Bridgerton. And stressed. Hey, a bit of Bridgerton and a foot rubbing can really change the mood very, very quickly. But no, I, I think intimacy, you know, if that's your love language and if you and your partner before you had kids were quite intimate, then I don't think it has to destroy your relationship. A midwife told me a story when we were at the... No, I'm not even joking you. A midwife told me a story when we were at the birthing suite. We just had Jackson and she said... I said, oh, what's the maddest thing that's happened to you as a midwife? And she went, I walked in on someone who just had a baby having sex with her oh, partner. Okay. And I thought, what? What the hell? Whoa. What about that moment makes you go, mm, yeah. I can, <laughs> I can <laughs> recall nothing about that moment. <laughs> Is it the hospital gown? <laughs> <laughs> the hospital gown? <laughs> with the answer. Yeah. 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 It was the little reveal. <laughs> so if anyone wants to spice up their relationship, it's <laughs> a hospital gown. Yeah. That's what happened. But no, like, I think, never underestimate the power of a foot rub. Never forget those words of affirmation and mm. remind them that a cuddle is important, right? It's, it's important, isn't it? Because we've talked about having not having the time to have those niceties, but actually you do have to make the time, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it might be six months later when the kids are asleep. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And then not too loud just because the kids are yes, asleep. I mean, yeah. hey, that's why I'd say move them out of your room as quickly as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Six, Six months. months nah, 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 nah. I'm just like, boy, are you ready to go in your own room? <laughs> okay, yeah. Daddy's got some business to attend. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, I was, I was petrified having sex after kids, after the first kid, because I thought, I don't want another kid just yet. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm obviously super fertile. So, <laughs> well, clearly, yes. as we found out already. So, obviously, shortly after, I mean, Shay had caesareans, and shortly afterwards, you, you feel a little bit cautious, you know, uh, having sex again. And then after that, down the line, when I had the vasectomy and we had sex up for the first time after that, I kind of then felt her pain. What you what? It was a pain. It's like you know, having surgery because of the pain. Because all the surgery, because of the pain. Yeah, but Brad, you, you know this is a couple of weeks. You, you know, know this is going out on the internet. You know your missus will watch this. That's hey, fine. That's fine. Hey, hey. Brad will not be coming home again. Yes, now. Are you better now though, Brad? I'm much better, thank you. Paul, <laughs> oh, what was it like for you guys? We are two men. Obviously, we are both very sexually active as well, and as a couple, 
I mean, I have to say, I love sex. As a, as a gay guy, I love it and my partner does. To try and do that in the privacy of your own, own home when you've got so many kids is really, really difficult. Mm. Changes the game, doesn't it? You know, because those moments of where you start to get really intimate and then you hear a bathroom mic get switched on. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I really throw you off your stride, <laughs> can't it, mate? You know, you know, you play musical statues. But... Yeah, and you just think, what's the point of this? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, forget it. <laughs> forget it. It's gone. Let's oh, just yeah. say there's lots of things that can happen yeah. that can destroy the moment. Yeah, you know, yeah. That's absolutely fair. That's, so. that's why I put a lock on the door. Uh, what? On your kids' door? You bang it off. You can't lock your kids in a cage so you can have your wicked way. Just put some food underneath the door. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, hey, you know, Pipe down, child. You can come out in 15 years' time. <laughs> yeah, the problem is, though, that is not one of those things that gets better. That, if anything, gets worse with time. You know, early on, you don't want to wake them up, obviously. But then later on, oh, yeah. they're in and out. They're going to bed later. They're mm. coming in from nights out. So that's going to be an issue until we all chuck them out of home. Yeah. I guess that makes it a bit more like being teenagers again, you know? Because you have to yes. sneak around and find those moments in the oh, quiet. Okay. But in a way, that's, yeah, I suppose that's kind of- That's beautiful poetry right there. Yeah. That's the way to bring the spark back, guys. <laughs> and right there, we've gone full wagon wheel circle on that situation. <laughs> this is Real Talk, powered by Wagon Wheels from the Dad's Net, featuring the Loose Dads. This is Loose Dads. That was our chat with Wagon Wheels. There's one more of those to come in December and it's a Christmas one as well. Oh, sorry, we should probably make it sound like it's it really happened in December and we weren't talking on one of the hottest days of the year in June <laughs> wearing Christmas jumpers and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, ignore that I said that. That's coming up next month. You can hear more from our chat, dad chat, powered by Wagon Wheels. Right, um, I think we should just leave this episode now and go, right? I think we've done a good job. Um, yeah. 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 If you come I back feel... next week, you really are the hardcore ones. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, share this podcast with people. Maybe not this episode first, just another one, right? <laughs> um, people can warm up to this one, but you know, they need to be big fans. Uh, let people know about it. Honestly, seriously, if you could leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and some words of wisdom from you, that would be absolutely brilliant. It would really help this podcast grow and find a new audience. Uh, not a Complete new audience. We still want you, both of you who are listening. That's good. Um, check out our Facebook and our Instagram. Check out dadsnet.com and we will see you next week. My name is Jim. I've had Brad here with me. Hello, Brad. Hello. And goodbye. goodbye. Uh, thanks, Sparky. Cheers, boys. And thank you very much, Jack. Au revoir. And we're back next week wherever you get your podcasts. Loose Dads. A Dad's Net original podcast. <laughs> <laughs>